Hello, and welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio. Big, big thanks to our supporters, people like Aspen, Myrna, Scoob the Dude, and everyone else supporting us on Patreon.com slash Mushroom Station. Thank you, and enjoy the episode. (laughs) You're about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work, but if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? everybody to Artificial Ghost Radio. My name is Jupiter Morningstar, and I'm really trying to study slash relax, but this flute is really grabbing my attention. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And my name is Joe Langlois, and I'm here to tell you that your medicine helps, probably. Oh, yeah, that's really important. Um... It's not really related I, to the bit or the theme this time. I just wanted to remind you that if you have medication, yeah. it, it it's good, probably. And if it's not, yeah, talk to your doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should. Uh, the most important thing, though, is to just not quit your medication cold turkey. Yeah. Um, because that, that'll really mess you up. Yeah. That'll, that'll really... The, the brain and body going from having a thing to not having a thing all of a sudden <laughs> is... Is not good for it, so yeah. you know, just just be careful. Um, we are not doctors, but take your meds, please. Yes. Anyway, uh, we we are not doctors, and <laughs> neither are you. And if you are a doctor listening to this podcast, please uh, let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let us know. Let us. I know. would say email us, but we don't really have an email address set up for people to reach out to, do we? Not for really. our ghosts. Not so, really. I guess. Um, for the time being, if it still exists when this episode goes out, <laughs> if you're a doctor and you're listening to Artificial Ghost Radio and you have a Twitter account, uh, tweet at Mushroom Pods and let us know. Just let us know that yeah, you just... <laughs> that you are brainy enough to have eight years of schooling and still decide to spend your free time like this. I think a lot of people would like to like to hear some about something like that. Yeah, if. If Elon Musk hasn't lost another $100 million in net worth by the time this episode goes out and he has to fucking shut down Twitter to recoup any amount of his money, um, add us on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. You know, I will say, um, you know, I, I, I tend to, um, not care too much about, like, you know, whatever fucking rich man is fucking over my life in any particular moment, because I know that he is just a symptom of the system, and when he inevitably falls out of power, somebody else will just slot into place and continue to fuck things up um, until we destroy the system as a whole. However, Mm -hmm. um, saying all that, I really am just loving seeing Elon Musk just fuck everything up <laughs> just continuously like, tripping over his own dick it's hilarious it's so it's, funny it's very good <laughs> what like i it, i, I oh have never God. seen a man with such a penchant for eating rakes like <laughs> man man yeah yeah it's really like Elon Musk's, if somebody hasn't done this already, somebody needs to, and it's not going to be me because I don't have time, but uh, that fucking Simpsons episode, Cape Fear, where where fucking Sideshow Bob is, that whole sequence of him being under the car, 
and getting absolutely destroyed by cactuses and speed bumps and whatever, and then walking out and just walking into a, just an, an abundance of rakes, getting hit in the forehead. <laughs> Stepping on every single one. <laughs> and, and just going... <laughs> and it's one of the funniest bits in any episode of The Simpsons. Um, somebody just needs to edit that to just have Elon Musk's face. Yeah. And it, it just really would just work. Um, so... Anyway, um, what a clown show. This week's theme. <laughs> yes. Well, oh, yeah, I, I don't think I properly introduced the show. Welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio. This is the world's best music exploration podcast that is also haunted. That is also haunted. Um, name another one. <laughs> name one more. That's Well, I'm sure there are plenty that you could name, but name a better one. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Here's- I I I want to say um, that there was another podcast that I think started after ours, just called Artificial Ghost, mm. um, and I have not listened to it. I believe it's like a narrative show that just didn't. I think it just ended. But mm. I just want to say um, uh, to the creator of Artificial Ghost, my heart goes out to you. Uh, <laughs> sorry that your show didn't. I think it ended. It like stopped in like 2017 or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, Joe, yeah, can you can you please tell me just so I have to live in it again? What's the theme <laughs> for this the episode? theme for this week? Um, for this episode is was submitted to us by Raza, and I w- I adored it from the very start because it's so strange, and I knew <laughs> that Jupiter would hate it, so yeah. I decided to pick it to antagonize her. <laughs> and uh, this the theme is flute tunes to study slash relax to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really. So we we talked very briefly before recording that this was a very hard theme for me, mm-hmm. and that you knew instantly what your pick was. Yeah, I, I immediately it. thought of a song as I like picked the theme, and I went and double checked. I'm like, yep, this is correct. This and is the right answer. And I just and I just want to say um, from the bottom of my heart, fuck you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what, Jupiter? The first time that I came on this show, not as a co-host, but as a guest, you gave me the theme, a song that is a, probably a trap. <laughs> and I have not forgiven you for it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what, though? Like... I I stand by. I stand by my theme. I stand <laughs> by I stand my theme by, and my choice. And I stand by Raza's choice. So Incredible. this is the this is the theme that we're going with. Um part of the reason that I wanted to pick this theme, all joking aside, is that um it it, it instantly made me think of a style of music that I don't really hear a lot about. And in fact, when I looked up the wiki page for it, it was like very sparse. Mm-hmm. Um it's 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 called jazz flute. Um, oh, I was I was also looking at jazz flute earlier today. Very cool. Um, I learned about jazz flute when I was in college. I took a jazz class, and like it was just like jazz history. So like from there, I have some fundamental knowledge of like the broad strokes of jazz. But I was always really intrigued by this this concept because. Actually, it goes back deeper than that. I remember being in high school and one of the flautists couldn't get like a very like precise, perfect kind of shrill flute tone. It was much more airy and like like you could almost hear the spit going over the the mouthpiece or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. it's just like a totally different quality in the flute. And I remember the director saying you know, you got to work on your, your embouchure, your, your mouth positioning to get a better tone. But that what you have is great for jazz flute. And ever since like hearing about it and learning about it, like just briefly, I, I've just been kind of obsessed because you think about like a symphony and you have this flute section and they're all playing this perfect tone. Um, and then you think about the odd duck, like the person who couldn't get that perfect tone, but they're sitting on a stool in front of like a drum set and a bass guitar mm-hmm. or like a, a stand up bass. And they're playing this like really windy, echoey, like it's it's a specific quality. It's really hard for me to put words to. And again, I tried to look up more information, but there's really not much on the jazz wiki about like the specific quality that I'm talking about. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, I did immediately think of a song that has this quality, this this airy, windy quality, and I'm going to go ahead and we can play it in a second here, um, and then hopefully that can give you some more context for, for what I'm talking about. The okay, song that I've chosen for us to listen to is called Song 2. Are you familiar so- with Song 2, Jupiter? Uh, I do not think that I am... I might be. I doubt it, though. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I think I, I, uh, it's a little bit of a trap because there's a song, too, by Blur, the Woohoo song. Oh, That's sure. not the song that we're doing. Okay, The cool. song, too, that I'm bringing is by DJ Crush with a K. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead and send you that link. We're going to listen to it, and then you can tell me what you think because that's how the show works. That's the structure. That's the structure, and we haven't broken it yet. But maybe we will in the future. Oh, I'm sure we have here and there. Maybe I don't know. I don't, I don't pay enough attention. <laughs> we've been doing we've been doing this this relaunch of the show for a year. We've this is our 26th episode. Surely, surely we fucked up somewhere. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and give the song a listen. <laughs> Jupiter, that was song two. What do you think? Honestly, if if I were like, if I were hard pressed, I probably would not have recognized that as a flute. Yeah. Well, I mean, there. So it's a little tricky. I played a little trick, I guess. Um, there, there's a kind of a woodwind section. Uh, I was trying to nail down exactly what instruments are in there, um, but there's there's more than a flute the the i think the forefront instrument in this song is what's called a thumb piano or uh kalimba i believe is pronounced mm-hmm. um that's where like the main melody comes from but all of the there's like this kind of sighing background um uh structure to the song i guess and that's taken care of by a, a, an entire woodwind section which to my ear sounds like a con- it has definitely a flute of some kind but also probably an oboe or um maybe even something bigger um, yeah yeah but I, but there this, is this definitely is... a what i would call a jazz flute in there and that airy quality is it make your it makes it sound like not a flute yeah it it's definitely like I wouldn't describe this song as being like incredibly flute forward, but the flute does add to uh to this sort of like very low key, very sort of mysterious almost vibe. Yeah. Like like the sort yeah. of like the sort of like chill, mysterious vibe that like I get when the forest is quiet. Yeah. And that is specifically a quality of jazz flute, like, mm-hmm. because you think of traditional flute, it's much more higher pitch. The thing that you can do with jazz flute that you can't do, it's, it's, I should be clear, it's not a different instrument. Like, a jazz flute is just a way of playing it, and technically yeah. it's playing it sto- sloppily, um, but it allows you to reach a much lower register and again have a much rounder and softer sound mm-hmm. um, which isn't good when you're playing symphonic music because you want to be precise um but when you want to use an instrument in a specific way and i think again that's part of the reason that i love this discovery is because i remember being in band class and i played the baritone which is like a small tuba mm-hmm. um and i just remember fucking with it for hours like seeing what kind of sounds i could get it to make like it has three keys, like a trumpet, or three valves, and I remember finding alternate finger patterns. Like, you could play the same note with different 
valves pressed down and that just blew my mind i was like whoa and then like thinking about applications for that like oh it could make this run easier or whatever that's all that and then you know just the experience of spending so much time with an instrument or really anything that you start to see it in new ways and use it in new ways especially when those are kind of counter to the established status quo i love that shit yeah and i I, really wanted to talk about it which is why i picked this prompt (laughs) (laughs) yeah no for sure for sure i mean i think there's something like super duper fascinating about like you know like instructors a tactic that instructors will um often give in any sort of like discipline of art music painting whatever a tactic is to focus on just the quote-unquote correct or traditional ways of doing the thing um which on a on one level is like good for fundamentals practice and it is important like i do fall in the camp that i think it is important to master the fundamentals or or at least get a really mm -hmm. good handle on them but then also yeah start breaking the damn rules right well like that's that's the thing and like so unfortunate like stories that I've heard of like bad art teachers who are like, no, only do it one way. And also yeah. like the whole grading system on top of art just d- doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, grades don't make any sense. Yeah, but they especially all, don't but, make sense. Yeah, like with, sub- with something of such sub- subjective quality. And like that is something that I think is very cool is hearing um hearing or or seeing or experiencing art that is directly making something beautiful and amazing and experimental and cool out of doing it wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I I, I think that like it overall just like really shows that like there there isn't a wrong way to do art. Mm-hmm. Like, you you use the tools and the technique that you have available to you, and that is most comfortable for you, and that is, like, interesting and fun. Um, and if you really just, like, sort of just follow your heart on what you want to create, then, like, you're going to make some really cool shit. And I think the song really, like, um, and the whole concept of jazz flute really exemplifies that mindset. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And... Again, it's something that like I very, very rarely hear about. Um, you don't associate jazz with flute um, instinctively, but yeah. there there are some really cool performances that I've heard. Now, I didn't decide to just go with a jazz flute song because I felt like that didn't fully fit the theme, um, at least not like the best one that I could find. Uh, the other part of Song 2 by DJ Crush is that it is a lo-fi hip-hop backtrack to study yeah, slash relax too yeah yeah i mean like you know like and this is something that's worth talking about and and i was gonna talk about it with with my theme or my song rather um but that like the reason why those those playlists and live streams and whatever are always lo-fi hip-hop is because lo-fi hip-hop is really good for studying or um yeah for just like making shit like i use it i listen to the fucking the the lo-fi hip-hop slash what uh, lo-fi hip-hop to study slash relax do i listen to that stream all the time when i'm like writing or yeah. whatever like it's it's a it's great focus music uh, it's, because it's great it keeps you in the groove it mm-hmm. doesn't have words to distract you typically yes. or they're very sparse um and on top of all of that it's always like calming uh yes. and not saccharine but just like something to treat any anxiety or whatever mm-hmm. like yeah, you know, we can make jokes at the expense of <laughs> lo-fi beats to <laughs> study slash relax to all as much as we want. But, like, it has a utility and it's damn good at it. It, it really is. It really is. And, like, there's no surprise why, you know, those, those streams get, like, thousands. Millions. Millions yeah. of views. Like, yeah. You know, it's it's no fucking surprise because they lo-fi hip hop is great for turning down the volume on and just sort of like having 
a steady, calm beat that just keeps you going. Having mm-hmm. literally having a beat helps with like moving and doing stuff and staying on track Um, it's also a really good internal clock because like if Mm -hmm. you get to the point that you're listening to it and you start to become aware of it and you're like i'm sick of this you've probably been working for long enough and need to take a break (laughs) yeah probably probably (laughs) you know it's it's really good for that and so like that's why the concept of of flute songs like yeah doesn't really (laughs) mesh with this concept to me because like a flute is something that by its very design grabs your attention it it shoots through all other instruments and like the concept of a jazz flute you know like i feel like works for that because you know it's not so in your face right um but my song uh uh if we're ready to go into my song yeah um, let's hear it uh my song uh is more of a more of what I think of when I think of flute, um, and I really I really tried to um, I really tried to get a song that hit a couple of criteria for me. Uh, one was uh, no lyrics. Okay. The second was flute forward. Okay. Because. I know I joked that I wanted to find an artist named Flute, <laughs> but you know what it turns out is that artists that have flute in their name tend to play the flute. <laughs> you know what? That makes sense. So, um, so yeah. So uh, what I did eventually think of and land on is uh, a like Afro-Caribbean... Uh, jazz sort of vibe to it because uh, flute is actually very common in Afro-Caribbean music, at least to my understanding. It's not like the number one instrument or anything, but it it comes up and it's not unexpected. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. And uh, and I don't know. It it just felt like a a good thing to to sort of go on. And I found this album called Rumi and Zabamba Rumba, which is just a very delightful uh, flute-forward Afro-Caribbean jazz album that uh, is, first off, uh, the only album on Bandcamp by uh, the artist Rumi Flute, and uh, second off was released in 2013 to very little fanfare. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and so th- we, this song has been a this album has been around for a while and it doesn't seem like uh like Remy Flute has done anything in a while um uh and it's the sort of thing of like I'm not 100% sure what happened and uh there is not a lot of information about this artist Mm -hmm. um but her work is very good from what i can tell (laughs) it's just that she has exactly one album and has not done anything else since like she hasn't even done any live shows since 2018 so uh i guess you hear that roomy flute the fans are clamoring (laughs) mostly i mostly honestly i hope you're just you know, alive and doing okay. I hope you're doing all right. <laughs> hope you're doing all right. But anyway, so this song is called Quiero uh, Setur Sombra. I sort of stumbled over a a, uh, a syllable there, but um, translated into uh, uh, translated into English, it basically is like, "I want to be your shadow." Okay. Which is a fucking very cool title. Yeah. And. Uh, I don't know. I guess that's all I have to say about it. So let's um let's give it a little listen. Let's give it a little listen.
So, what'd you think? Uh, it's great. It's so great to just be a band geek for an episode, you know? <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm I, so I really love listening to that song. I, yeah. um, I, I thought it was a great, great pick for the prompt. Um, I, one thing that I really <laughs> liked about it, um, is I guess just how nostalgic it was to be hearing a flute pay, a flute piece being performed that like you could hear the breathing of the flautists. Yeah, like sure. that was just left in because, you know, it's, it just sounds like something that was composed and then performed and like very simple and straightforward. And um, it's, I, I, there's something about the, the, the simple production of it that I really, really love. Um, beyond that, the composition itself is like, it's just so interesting that I was, I kept trying in my head to like count the measures of the, of the, the backing percussion track because it's different and like the the melody and the percussion keep kind of going in and out of sync and like weaving in and out of sync with each other as the song progresses uh which is a really cool effect yeah that that's something that is like um that i have really noticed with um with a lot of like afro-caribbean music a lot of like latin music just sort of in general is um you know, obviously, there's plenty of um, more modern produced, you know, songs and albums and styles out there. But as far as the more like traditional sort of sound, it's like it it feels very um, communal and very yeah. um, not quite improvisational, but more like. Um, you know, we know what we're doing, so if we want to put a little stink on it, we can, and we'll know yeah. we'll be okay. Um, yeah, like, and, yeah, all yeah. of what I said to not even mention the very excellent Spanish guitar, like, uh-huh. like dancing with the flute. Uh, yeah, cool. yeah, and and that is something that is, like, very consistent on this album, is the, like, because it's, it's not just, uh, you know, this isn't just Rume uh, Flute. It's also uh, Zabumba Roomba. Well, yeah, I don't, I couldn't find any information on if Zabumba Roomba, what, that is wrong. Zabumba Rumba? Zabumba Rumba, Jesus. Ah. So here's the thing. I'm just, I, I'm laying it all out here. So um, pronunciation on things is always something that I'm really working on. Uh, something that is true is that my tongue is too big for my mouth. <laughs> uh, that is genuinely true. Uh, so... Uh, that's partially where some, some stumbles come from. Uh, but something that I, uh, am, am really practicing is also just like actually learning Spanish so I can actually more properly reconnect to my heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, even though like Afro-Caribbean is, it's kind of more just like a part of my heritage, not the full thing, but still, um, anyway, so, uh, I could not find any information if Zabumba was like a separate band. Uh, there's really not a lot of like information out there that I could find on at least the English internet mm-hmm. about this. Uh, but uh, this is a, a whole uh, a crew of uh, incredible musicians on, you know, all sorts of instruments. We got three, uh, gosh, we got three different percussionists. Uh, and that is something that, like, I think really for me is part of what makes this song, like, appropriate for, like, that sort of, like, study slash relax yeah. energy. Because, uh, as opposed to a lot of, uh, like, Afro Caribbean jazz, but also just sort of jazz in general, there usually isn't, like, as much of a steady, consistent beat, uh, which is something that this song does have. Yeah. Uh, so and, wait. So it's a yes. it's a live performance on the the drums as well. I believe that it's that it's all like they're a they are a band performing all together at once. Okay. Okay. I was I imagined that it was like a, more of a metronome kind of like 
thing. But I think that makes sense because this the, the drum beat does speed up pretty organically with the rest of the music toward the end. Yeah, it, absolutely. And, um, you know, I that is not necessarily like um, uncommon, especially for um, more like traditional uh, uh, styles of music to just have it done all in one go. Um, yeah. Although it like it still happens a lot today. Um, a big famous example that I I think of is um, the fucking wild uh, gorillas cross Andre three thousand song that happened. That was like a I think it was like a promotional song for Nike, but they just went off the hook for like twenty <laughs> minutes. Um, it's ridiculous. Um, but like yeah. Um, the that like steady percussion is something that like really you know especially if it's at a lower volume which is something that's that's you know great for the like study slash relax thing i think it really helps um keep the song very like balanced but also like has a good beat for just sort of working and um you know the only thing that could maybe be like slightly not in its favor for that uh is the like speed up at the end yeah Mm-hmm. which is a little bit more high energy. But uh, overall, I, I really do think that, um, that you know, like, I'm I'm proud of my pick. Yeah, I, 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 think, that... I think it was a great pick. I, I really enjoyed Thank it. Thank you. I I, I want to, like, I want to put on my, my critical cap for a second. Sure, go ahead. Because I don't get a lot of opportunities to say constructive criticism on this show because most of the time we just kind of like the songs a lot <laughs> um okay th- there were moments in this song where like there were kind of like three feelings for me in terms of the disparity between the rhythms there were like mm. the there were two separate distinct drum beats the drum was like kicking on like the and of three if that makes any sense to anyone, uh, it was a very strange time in the measure for the for the bass drum to be hitting. And on top of that, there was like this very uh, syncopated, um, untraditional, I guess, like uh, higher pitch, like not, it wasn't a snare, but there, there was this this other drum beat as well. And then on top of that, the the flute is just kind of going on this 12, eight tear of like up and down different arpeggios and the guitar is just kind of all over the place and sometimes i mentioned earlier all of these rhythms weave together really nicely and it's like whoa and like when that moment hits it's like whoa and then there are other times where they kind of separate and you're like there's this tension and you're like waiting for it to get back together again and it's it's very engaging and cool but then sometimes it just felt like it went a little bit too far off the rails. And I okay. was like, I was, I was struck. I mean, maybe it was because I was paying so close attention, which you wouldn't do when you're study slash relaxing. But <laughs> yeah. like, I just kept kind of getting pulled out of the song because I was like trying to organize it in my head, I guess. I was trying to like understand where I was in the music. It felt like, I don't know if they were, if they were actually off time because it was like kind of a, a live one take performance and there's just like going to be some tempo variants Mm-hmm. Um, or if it was just a little bit too complex for my ear, but, um, yeah, I just wanted to briefly talk about that because again, this is my, my, my opportunity to be a band geek episode. So <laughs> figured it was worth saying. Yeah, absolutely. That That's not something that like I particularly noticed. Um, and I don't know, maybe, maybe it is just too complex for you because, uh, Remy Flute does have a master's degree in Afro Latin mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but that said, um, you know that doesn't. I don't know. It's not something I noticed, but I I think that that is you know a, a fair criticism to have. You know, I I hear you. Um, great, cool, <laughs> great, awesome, good, good talk, good, good song, talk. yeah. Um, um, sorry, like, there's absolutely no flow this episode. I just don't know <laughs> what to do next. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, if you don't know what to do next, then maybe maybe it's time that we, you know, set set ourselves aside for a second. Go ahead and sit on the couch. Enjoy some some jazz vibes and take <laughs> a little break. All right, let's do it. 
Welcome back. Hey, I have a question for you. Who, me? Yeah, you. Couldn't be. Have you ever seen a movie? (laughs) I have. I see one movie every month. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, same. I see exactly one movie every month. And, And I'm not really in control of which one it is. No, just partially, but not really. But not really, you know, like, <laughs> like, I come up with a couple of suggestions, but mm-hmm. like, ultimately, like, I don't choose my fate. Listener, we're talking about the movie nights run by Mushroom Station. I'm going to give you some details for these because I, I do most of the, the organizing of it. Um, so the movie night, if you're not aware, is something that we do once a month uh in the mushroom station discord so if you're a listener but you haven't signed up and gotten onto our discord yet you can do that and you can start participating in our movie nights and the way it works is that every month uh us internal members of mushroom station come up with a theme and then we come up with uh, up to four suggestions for that theme uh much like artificial ghost radio kind of um And honestly, they're all just kind of all over the place. Like, we really play fast and loose with the rules uh, and with the themes, much like on this show. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I just want to go ahead and go back and uh, just highlight some of the themes for movie nights that we've come up with. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think they're pretty fun. I think the October one was one of my favorite themes that we've had. Yeah, uh, yeah movies about fucked up dolls. Yes. That's really good. That's really yes. good. Um. Uh, During for... which we watched Puppet Master 3, which was not really good, but that's okay. <laughs> no, Puppet Master... Here's the thing. Puppet Master 3 is a bad movie. <laughs> um, uh, I, I really... Uh, Horse Girl movie, of course. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That was fun. Uh, uh, one of my... <laughs> one of my favorite themes was our secret theme, where, <laughs> where every single title was The Secret Blank. Yeah, every title had the secret, secret in the title. Yeah, the secret life of Ultimity, the secret world of Aridity, the secret of Nim, the secret life of Pets 2. During which we watched the secret of Nim, which uh, is free on YouTube. So if you haven't seen it, go ahead and give it a watch. (laughs) Go go watch the secret of Nim because it genuinely is such a good movie. It is. It is excellent. Uh, The point is that we pick these themes, we choose our suggestions, and then we leave it up to the donors. Anyone donating at $5 or more a month on Patreon helps us decide which of the four movies that everyone is going to be subjected to. And then from there, uh, during the second week of the month, usually during a weeknight, we watch in the Discord uh, a movie, um, as de- as determined by the process I've just laid out. Yeah. And mostly we just kind of goof around and we pick out some fun, uh, what do you call them, emojis? Yeah, the movie. <laughs> yeah, for for some reason, uh, Discord insists on calling them emojis, but <laughs> I I prefer emotes. But mm-hmm. that's just because I've come from Twitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, every every month we find a couple of funny emotes of mm-hmm. things that happened in the movie and. I'm really happy with all the ones we've done so far. I think they're all very good. So if you want to be part of that process or if you want to see a movie that you haven't seen yet or if you just want to hang out with us, it's a great way. I mean, you can hang out in voice with us and you can goof around with us. Or if you are more comfortable, you can hang out in the the voice or the, the text chat. Um, a lot of people do that and, um, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a great way to blow off some steam. And, uh, if you like movies at all, I'd recommend it. Yeah. Do you like movies? Well, have I got something for you? <laughs> um, God, one of it's so funny. One it's of my movies. coworkers, one of my coworkers, <laughs> um, just point blank does not watch or like movies as a concept. I don't understand that. I don't I, understand that. I don't. I don't understand that either. Um, as far as I know, he also doesn't really listen to music. Okay. Okay. As. From what I understand, he only plays... Collects dead animals. <laughs> he only plays, like, multiplayer games. 
Okay. Usually. Sometimes a single player one, but... Grinding up the leaderboard? Yeah, yeah. He's really into that. that wow, that, that sounds new, like That new fun. one. The yeah. new, the new, the new military propaganda game. Yeah, yeah. It. Sorry to put your coworker on blast. Uh, if you're listening to this, Derek. No, no offense. <laughs> Codename Derek. Um, no, no, no. And and he's very cool. He's a very cool dude. It's just I completely don't understand. Um, but anyway, let's get back into the episode. And Joe, I do believe that you need to do a little something here. Yeah, I do. I I know it's a little early, but I am going to get started on my taxes. You know what? Probably not a bad idea. And, you know, like, we've also got to, you know, obviously with Mushroom Station, we've got our, like, we got to figure out, like, that tax situation, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, a whole thing. So, like, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know. like Oh, but you were talking about for the episode. Um. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's so. time to spin the wheel, Jupiter. Well, that was a little underwhelming. What? I, just just the way that you said that. That was a little, a little um, underwhelming. So the song that came up this week, it's... Uh, I don't Wait. recognize it. The Wheel of Discord! You fucking jump-scared me! <laughs> you fu- you jump-scared me, and I loved it! <laughs> Uh, the song that I that came up this time, I do not recognize, uh, so I probably heard it in a Discover Weekly a long time ago and hit the like button and <laughs> don't remember what it sounds like, but maybe I will once we start listening to it. So the right, song, this episode is called This Time Around by Jessica Pratt. Jupiter, are you study slash relaxed? Honestly, yeah. I mean, I, I I sort of wish that the wheel brought in a song that had flute in it, but <laughs> that um, would have been whew, that would have been quite quite a feat. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been. But honestly, I mean, the song is very relaxing and very um I don't know, just just so very chill. Um. Although the lyrics, on the other hand, as they tend to be, are a little less chill. Just just a little. Um, but uh but yeah, no, I mean I I fucking love this song. This was good. Good. I didn't expect that. I I really liked it. I definitely recognized it after getting a little bit into it, but I don't know where I learned it from or anything. I I I really I mean, this song is very simple. It's just a guitar and a vocalist. And then there's some little like symphonic synth stuff in there. And there's sometimes the the, the vocals get doubled up for like self melody stuff. But mostly it's just this very unique uh, vocal performance that has an incredible range and control. Um, going back to just to, to finish off the band geek. um the through line of this episode one thing that you learn is that playing with control is so much more difficult when you're playing quietly and i i've played control but and when i put it on mute i play just fine (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a little harder because there are some sound cues but like it's not too bad yeah, it's it's mostly visual. Um, <laughs> um, no, uh, what I mean to say is that the level of precision that she has while singing as softly as she is, including like 
most of it is like this very high pitched, uh, very nasally voice, but then every once in a while it dips super low. Um, and it's just seamless. It's, it's completely seamless. Um, and I think that's worth celebrating. Yeah, absolutely. There, there is like, um, there is something that is like very, um, vocal control is something that is very difficult. And, um, uh, if you have been listening to my stuff for a while, you might guess that I am speaking from experience. Um, because being able to treat your voice like an instrument or just to like know what the like individual muscle movements and mm-hmm. and things that you need to do in order to be able to like control your voice and um and change it how you want to change pitch change um fullness change um Oh, there's another, uh, like, weight, um, yeah. is, it's a lot of work and, and very challenging. And, um, and I, and I do know, like, for example, a lot of people who do voice training who just sort of give up because it's mm-hmm. just too fucking difficult. And I get yeah. it. And, you know, and like, that is something that, um, that, uh, that being able to master that not only for speaking, but for, like, being able to do that level of voice control and even higher to be able to yeah do what you're saying of just like control your voice so expertly like an instrument like a tuned right. fine instrument right it's a it's incredibly impressive mm-hmm. i agree yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um there is also one other thing that i wanted to point out about this song that i really love uh which is that <laughs> During certain sections, uh, especially like during the chorus, it, it 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 almost takes on a Vocaloid quality. Like mm. um, I don't know, I've been I've been re-listening to uh, the the balance arc of the Adventure Zone and yeah. hearing the Vocaloid songs. I'm like this. It's like the same. There's something about the 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 timbre. I think is the word of the voice. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's I, 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 like that's really all I have to talk about really in the song because the the guitar is just two strums there's yeah. no other instruments the the lyrics are there's a lot there but it's heady and I don't really want to get into it at this point in the episode we're too fucking head empty right now <laughs> yeah to be We've able been to study slash deep. relaxing all night we can't yeah literally we just did two instrumental songs we don't have the fucking fortitude right now to yeah. lyrics where yeah. it's overwhelming yeah. words in a song never but they are beautiful and and i yes. do love that they have a quality about them that is like it's like a folk song almost like yeah i i I don't know. It's it. It also sounds like background music. Like to me, it. I know that some people are able to listen to songs with lyrics in them when study slash relaxing, and I do believe that this song would fit into a playlist like that because it's. It doesn't really grab your attention. It doesn't demand your attention. If you're willing to give it your attention, there's a lot to love about it. But it also does yeah. not ask for it. Yeah, I I definitely can't. Uh, I am not in the camp of people who can study slash relax yeah. do vocal songs um, yeah I uh, even to though be, but... even though vocal songs can like totally like if i need energy to like do the dishes like yeah. a vocal song can hit very very hard yeah but when i need to like do some quiet work yeah nah but read write and there's words and you want me to process words in two different ways at the same time Hell no. no. Oh my gosh. Quick, I gotta talk about this because it's Uh a huge pet peeve of mine and it's not related at all. But I now I'm on a fucking tear. So in video games, if you design a video game and there's a tooltip on the screen or a tutorial box (laughs) with text in it, don't have characters talking that are saying different things. Yes. If a character is talking, it must match the text that is on screen. Period. I like, I don't, I don't want to be told how to double jump while, while the character is just like, like 
look at this. Look at these yeah. ruins. And, and, and if now, I if I'm to understand that what the character is saying isn't it's that important, so I can kind of ignore it while I'm reading this tutorial, then why the fuck is he saying it? Yeah, literally. Like, like if you don't have enough confidence in your writing to not have it be interesting, don't fucking write it. Like, don't I'm, write don't it. Don't write or it. Or at least wait until I've dismissed the tutorial box. Please. At least. Um, like, honestly, I think that... I genuinely think that um, that video game characters who vocally re- react to their environment, I think it's overrated as hell. <laughs> I genuinely just let me appreciate the atmosphere of a of a location. Don't yeah. don't have fucking Nathan Drake being like, "Whoa, these ruins! I'm <laughs> jumping! Whoa, it's collapsing! Oh, no. like I don't give a fuck! I don't give a shit! I'm uh, the as one. You can ex- tell, I'm the one experiencing <laughs> the moment. Nathan Drake as- is not real. I am." <laughs> As you can tell, we've been study slash relaxing for an hour. It's time for us to be angie. We're big angie now. So yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you for yeah. coming into the hidden video game podcast at the end of <laughs> Artificial Ghost Radio. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's time. It's time for us to go. Jupiter, do you have a theme for our next episode? Set aside. I I do have a theme for this episode, and I'm excited for this one uh, because right. uh, it's. It's an experience that we've talked about several times on this show, and um, honestly, not one that I tend to run into too much anymore, just because I've, like, broadened my horizons a lot more, but it still happens, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is this theme from Sienna's, which is songs you didn't enjoy the first time you heard them. Ah. Ah, excellent, excellent. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to hear this. Yes. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. And um, ideally, uh, Joe, I would like to challenge you to um, to bring a song that you hated the first time you heard it. Not just didn't like, but actively okay. hated. I think I can I think I can swing that. I'm just going to take some thinking, but yeah. I think I can swing that. I believe in you. Well, now, I just want to say thank you so much to listening, to listening, to listening. My tongue is Thank you so much to listening. 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 You're our biggest fan. You always have been. <laughs> Appreciate all you do. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, thank you for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. And this show wouldn't be possible without listening. I mean, that is true. Or interrupting, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was sort of doing the outro, Joe. So. <laughs> What? So so cool <laughs> cool interjection. Um, I need to call my sister. <laughs> okay, I need to call my sister too. Bye, everyone. Bye. I'm waving. Why am I waving? <laughs> <laughs>